Welcome to Modern Motherhood, where you're required to be everything to everyone all the time. We wouldn't have it any other way, but let's be honest, it's hard work. So let's talk about it, all of it, in the raw with no filter. Come and be a fly on the wall as you listen in on a chat between friends, as each week welcomes a new guest and a new topic to delve deeper around the ins and outs of not only motherhood, but life in general. The ups, the downs, the struggles, the highlights, the reality. Because the reality is, you're not alone. We're all in this together. You're listening to Mummy Republic. Welcome to the whirlwind. Hello, lovely, and welcome back to another episode of the Mummy Republic podcast. I'm your host, Danny, and boy, have I got a good one for you today. You are going to need a cup of tea, some popcorn, whatever it is, but you will want to sit down for this one. Before we get stuck into it, I want to give a quick shout out to Christina Katrina, who left me a beautiful five-star review and comment over on the podcast app. She says, new but loving it. Came across this podcast after seeing Ashley Bynes chatting to Mummy Republic on Instagram. Really enjoying the episode so far. I'm a young mum, so it's relatable, inspiring content. I love Danny. So well-spoken and actually listens to her guests. That is just the sweetest thing for me to read, honestly. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave such a beautiful comment. Um, I really appreciate all of the amazing feedback. As a new podcast, it's amazing to get that type of feedback from you guys. So if you haven't done so already, make sure that you jump onto the podcast app, leave a rating and a review so you can let other users know what they're in for. It actually makes a huge difference to us being seen, um, both by a wider audience and obviously yourselves. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you click on that subscribe button so that you don't miss a thing. Now, today's guest is a very brave and amazing mama who has decided to open up about a topic that probably is familiar to many of us sadly, and that is infidelity. Now, if this is a topic that's sensitive to you or you don't feel ready to listen to this type of content, then you may wish to sit this one out. For the rest of you, you are well and truly in for a treat. Not only has our guest come on the show today to make sure that she can share her story in the hopes of helping other women who are potentially in the same situation, but she also lets us in on a lot of information that has never been disclosed to the public. You may or may not be familiar with her story, but I can guarantee you, you haven't heard it all until now. Today's mama is a beautiful ray of sunshine, raising her adorable three-year-old son solo, all the while recently acquiring her pharmacy degree. Talk about brains and beauty. Welcome to the gorgeous Kalinda Sala. Well, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good as well. That's good. Thank you so much for joining me today. That's okay. I can easily be bribed with no-do donuts. I know. (laughs) I always actually say that my uh, donuts bring all the girls to the yard, apparently. Um, Now, your Instagram shows you as the bubbly, happy, positive person that you are. But sadly, late last year, you went through quite a lot of turmoil. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yes, I did. So it all kind of happened at once. Um, One of my friends sadly um, passed away, which was very devastating. And at the exact same time, I also 
split with my long-term partner and also my baby daddy. Um, so it was quite a lot of things going on at once and it was quite stressful, but yeah. I managed to get through it. Of course. Now, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit more about that. Now, obviously devastating to hear about your friend and so sorry about that. I know that really impacted you, but what probably made it worse is what was going on whilst you were away and you were dealing with that. So you actually came back to find that your partner was cheating. How did you find that out? Well, I found out my partner was cheating um, through like a few people were talking about it, but there was no proof. And so as a lot of people do, they go snooping. And when you go snooping, you normally find something. Mm. And then from me going snooping, I found a few things on some well, on his phone. And then um, I was quite angry at the time when I did find out and I posted on social media a caption of him cheating. And then I deleted it a few hours later, but sadly someone screenshot it and then it went very viral. And the next day it was in the newspaper. The day after that it was in the newspaper again. And it was essentially in the newspaper for a couple of weeks. We also had... Um, Well, I had paparazzi outside the house because I was in the house by myself with my son and I was getting phone calls nonstop from radios and like newspapers and it was very, uh, like a very full on time for me. (laughs) So intense and I have so many questions from that. Just to put it into context, um, your ex-partner is part of a professional sports team so he's an athlete so that's why it got so much media attention because you know your average couple probably wouldn't be to that extent when you found out obviously you you, that was a knee-jerk reaction for you do you regret the way that you sort of put it out there honestly I don't I Mm. should probably regret how I put it out there but I'm quite proud of myself for doing it because from me doing that because of his role, like you said before, like he's a public figure. He's quite out there with his job. Um, he's always like in the TV, on radios. He's traveling for his job too. But then also because of his job, a lot of girls flock to um, professional athletes mm. and they just want to be with them or they just want that sort of life. And so from me posting it on social media and from like essentially being in the newspapers, a lot of girls then came forward and messaged me about him as well and how they've been with him and how they've essentially like exchanged messages with him and sent me screenshots which was a bit devastating at the time but I guess from me doing that I actually found out more truth about like what happened behind the scenes in our five-year relationship and just essentially a lot can go on if you're quite gullible. (laughs) Well I mean that's that's so much to take in because I think finding out that someone's cheating is horrific in itself and then to have people physically come forward and say oh hey it's actually a lot worse than what you expect that it was. How did you process that because you you genuinely did not suspect cheating before this point? A hundred percent never expected a single thing like i Like, he didn't seem like the type that would cheat. I'm very against cheating as well. I just did not think anything of it. Like, in my wildest dreams, I would have never guessed that he would have cheated. Um, From finding out, obviously, I was very devastated at the time. I'm pretty good with switching off my emotions, (laughs) which I guess is a good and a bad thing. But Mm. maybe for two weeks, I was struggling a little bit. My mum flew over. She stayed with me and my son, Lewis, just to help, like, get me through I like made myself go to work, made myself go to the gym, just wanted like life to go on as normal. 
but as well with this whole breakup, finding all this out, um, like my friend passing his way, I, the house also then went on the market and sold within three days. So that was wow. also a very stressful time too, because yeah. I then had to find another place to live. And when we sold our house, the people were, I don't know, it was like a fast settlement. So the people were moving in and I think it was like, in a, like a, maybe three weeks later, which was two days before Christmas. So I then had to find a place two days before Christmas to move into. So just it was a very stressful time. Yeah, just to add a bit more fuel to the fire. Yes. That's yeah, such a whirlwind for you. When you confronted him about it, what was his reaction? Obviously, I'd say when you confront a lot of guys about cheating, they, uh, their first reaction would be to deny it until mm. you actually have proof. Then once you've got proof, then they'll be like, okay, well, like they're up against the wall. Like essentially they can't deny it any longer. So then he opened up about it a lot more and the excuses were, oh, like girls throw themselves at me all the time. Um, (laughs) How, like, how can you not resist? Like he likes the temptation of it. So you can resist because you have a partner and child at home. I'd say that that's a pretty good reason. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I thought as well. But yeah, so I think um, there's almost and, and look, it's it's a generalization, but there's almost a bit of a culture and expectation um, in professional sports where cheating is just part of the parcel. Did you feel like when this happened to you, there were people going, well, you should have known or it should have been an expectation? People were like that. People like, oh, you should have known all footy players are cheaters. But when you're actually in the situation, or I guess every scenario is a bit different or every relationship's a bit different, I never expected it from him. Because mm. um, like when we first got together, he was, would always say he'd never do that. Um, like if we ever found out about other people cheating, he'd always be like, oh, that's so horrible. Why would you be in that relationship? And like, honestly, he never showed any signs of cheating really. And so I never expected it. So No, why would you? You know, yeah, you're going to give him like, the benefit um, of the doubt. Yeah, I wouldn't have been with him if I did, but I'm glad I found out in the end. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Did you, at the time, did you have what you thought was a good relationship or were you struggling? Honestly, we didn't have the best relationship. Um, it probably, we or essentially didn't have a good relationship for maybe like the last three or four years. Um, maybe when we had Lewis, we still probably weren't in a good space and maybe we thought like having Lewis, um, maybe it would bring us back together. Not that that would be the reason why we had Lewis at all, but like, obviously once you have a child, like we fell in love again and, Mm. but then soon after that, like we just fought all the time and we weren't in a happy space. We'd come home from work. We wouldn't talk to each other. It just wasn't a happy household. It wasn't a good environment. Yeah. Having a child definitely puts a lot of pressure on things. Um, certainly no excuse for cheating. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, but it definitely does change the dynamic of a relationship. When all of the girls started coming out and approaching you, did you discuss it with him? Um, essentially, when I got the messages, I tried to just keep it to myself for a little while. I was like, do I confront him? Do I not confront him about like all these other girls coming forward? And do I just leave it with like the one person that I know he cheated on me with? And then we got into an argument and then I brought it up because essentially in our relationship, um, he never had Snapchat. And then all these girls that approached me and sent me screenshots, they were all approached or like spoken to through Snapchat. And so (laughs) when I brought it up, I was just like, I was in an angry mood and I was like, I know you had Snapchat. 
And he's like, no, I didn't. And I was like, yes, you did. <laughs> he's like, no, I didn't. And then I was like, here's some proof. And then, yeah, well, he obviously couldn't deny it. <laughs> Do you think that he felt remorse? No. No. I didn't really ever get a sorry, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you can't you can't force that from someone. No. And, and that's obviously, you know, I'm sure he's got his own side to the story. Yeah. Did he ever actually come clean as to how many people there were or for how long it was going on? Um, yes, he did. Not an exact number, but I know it was over 50 girls wow. over five years, which also means it was throughout my pregnancy and straight after I had Lewis and, well, essentially throughout the whole relationship. So it was a great feeling at the time. It's just... Uh... That's just mortifying to yeah. find out. So you, you said before that you were quite gullible. Yeah. Um, obviously, being a professional athlete, you know, everybody knows that girls are going to throw themselves at these boys and you would expect that your partner would be faithful. There was genuinely no part where you ever suspected that yeah. he was doing this? Like, no part. Like, because he would essentially always go to training, then come home or he'd have meetings. And, like, I honestly never thought between all that time he'd duck out or... Who knows what he was doing, but I think a lot of it was happening because he had travel every second weekend, obviously, to play like a footy game. And I guess when he'd travel every second weekend, maybe that's when it was all happening mm. because I'd be at home and I wouldn't essentially have a clue what was going on. So, And who knows what happens on like the footy trips as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you ever have any of the club come forward and, and talk to you about their concerns? Because, you know, surely if one of guys is cheating then someone else might get wind of it was there any discussion from that perspective no I know once um like it all came out into the media that like we did break up and like the whole cheating thing I know the club came to me and told me essentially like don't speak to the media and then they're like we've got a psychologist here if you need help or if you need to talk to someone but besides that like nothing really from the club what was your relationship with with the other wives and girlfriends um, I was quite close with a lot of the other wives and girlfriends, um, like essentially like essentially, well, essentially like best friends with some of them too. Um, once the whole like breakup sort of happened, um, some of them didn't even message me. Uh, and I was, I was quite like shocked at that because some of the girls I'd see multiple times a week, whenever the players would travel, um, would have like sleepovers every weekend or every second weekend because we both hated being home alone. So that hurt me quite a lot because I just realized how fake the friendship was too. Mm. Um, But then there's other girls which I still keep in close contact with and I'm really good friends with, which is good because then it shows it was a true friendship and it's not just because I was in that whole social scene, essentially. Absolutely. Do you think that they sort of backed away from you because in somewhat of a sense, you're a bit of a troublemaker because if it's part of the culture and you're physically calling him out for what he's done, it makes the rest of them look bad. I think that also might be a reason as well. Or maybe some of the other guys might have been like, oh, don't, or just stay away from her. She's trouble or... Yeah. But I think the only reason I'd say that is like, oh, maybe she'll tell you the truth about something else or maybe she knows other secrets. Is that part of what happens do you know what goes on with other club members oh uh, to an extent it depends like I guess with different players they might tell their partners different things but then like obviously girls gossip and they might tell each other being like oh, I know this guy got with this girl and 
you kind of just keep it to yourself. You never really tell the girl. Cause I know at one point I did tell a girl about, um, like a cheating incident and then it just like backfired on me. I got in trouble for it and like, she didn't believe her partner and I mean, yeah, she didn't believe her partner when he was like, oh, I didn't cheat. So I was just like, from that, I learned my lesson to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. So it was almost encouraged to sort of just keep things yeah. to yourself. Do you think if anybody would have told you, what would that have changed your reaction? I feel like if someone told me, it definitely would have changed my reaction. Like, no way would I ever like backlash out on the girl. Like if a girl told me, mm. um, like, I'd be like very thankful if someone told me because essentially like girl code, you should tell someone if someone's like cheating on someone or being unfaithful. Um, but like it would have just made me leave the relationship sooner, which I wish I did because I guess if you're in an unfaithful, unhappy relationship, you shouldn't be in it essentially, which is why when I found out, I'm glad I got out straight away. I didn't hang around. Yeah, absolutely. I think though, when you've got children, it further complicates things because it's not just you that the leaving affects it's the child as well yeah. and that all factors into your decision making process now you did get approached by the media obviously it was quite a, a scandal at the time and you had paparazzi outside your house but you also were offered quite a significant amount of money to talk and to tell your story and to potentially out other players but you chose not to why was that well, I chose not to just because I didn't want to complicate mine and um, my ex-partner's relationship further because we do have a child together and I guess we're going to be in contact with each other for most of our life. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> yep. So like there's no point adding more fuel to the fire because I've already added a bit of fuel. I didn't need to add more fuel and then ignite it even more. And I didn't want like other people in Brisbane to hate me because Brisbane is a small town and I didn't want were to get around everyone else that Kalinda's then, I don't know, gone and gossiped about everything that happens behind the scenes. And I didn't want to cause other relationships to break up, even though they really should if there's cheating going on. But mm. I didn't want to be the reason behind it. Well, I mean, that's that's their own decision, isn't it? It's not yeah. really something that you can influence. Um, I think that there's always going to be people who think that a lot of things that you do may have been done for attention. Yeah. Do you think that that was the case in the way that you outed him? Oh, 100% not. When I heard that um, people were thinking I was just doing all of this for attention, I was, that just made me so angry because not one thing was for attention. When I posted the photo on social media, it was of my partner asleep, which it shouldn't. he probably shouldn't have been asleep in the photo. And then I posted it. I deleted it a few hours later when I said that he was cheating. So obviously girls do things like that. Even guys do things like that when like, but in the moment they're angry, they just do something. But I deleted it afterwards. But um, then from that, it was in the media and the media kept coming forward, asking me for more details. I kept quiet, didn't say anything, just ignored the media. I even went on all the Facebook pages, which posted all the articles, messaged them saying, please delete this. The story's not true, which a lot of them did. Um, but then I heard like, actually through the footy club everyone was like oh Kalinda's being so attention seeking and then obviously from it all being in the media more girls came forward and messaged me and if I went to the media saying oh well actually it's not just one girl it's 50 girls and it's through a whole relationship I feel like that would have gotten a lot more media attention but I just kept quiet so this is actually the first time I've been like well actually telling anyone that it's over 50 girls through a essentially like live audience or podcast or 
yeah. media. Which brings me to my next question. You know, the only thing I've offered you is no do donuts. And yes. <laughs> I do have a sweet tea. <laughs> hanging out in my lounge room. Um, why did you agree to have discuss it now after all this time? Well, I feel like that's the past now and like it shouldn't be in the limelight. Plus, I don't think, well, from thinking about it now, like it was a big deal at the time, but to me, it's not a big deal anymore. Mm. He's moved on. I've moved on. Like we're both happy in our lives. So I feel like it's all right to talk about it now. Yeah. And it's interesting when I asked you um, and I sort of, I I wasn't sure if you were going to say yes, because it is such a very personal thing to discuss. And given that you hadn't really discussed it much outside of the initial way that it was it got out into the media and the world but your response to me was if I can just help one person if they're going through the same thing then it makes it all worthwhile what do you think you would give advice to for anybody who's been cheated on or who's been in a similar situation potentially not in the limelight but yeah well essentially if you are in an unhappy relationship or even in a cheating relationship or you think your partner's cheating just don't stay in the relationship don't stay in a relationship just because it's easy or because you've got a child, you need to also make yourself happy as well. There's no point living life unhappy and just living someone else's life for you. You've only got one life, so you may as well live it the best you can. So Absolutely. I wouldn't want to stay in an unhappy relationship. And I think from being in one, I've now learned my lesson. There's no point staying and doing that to yourself. Do you feel like you still resent him? Not really. Like... I'm a pretty forgiving person. I don't really hold grudges. I'm a very chilled person. Obviously, like, there's no friendship there. It's more just hate. I don't resent him, but I, there's just nothing there. He's just like a person. He's just my child's father. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he was burning on fire, I'd probably throw like a cup of water, not a bottle of water. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, that's a great way of explaining it. Uh, I think though, you know, you do what you have to do to process things. Um, you know, obviously it's a lot for you to go through and you do have a child together. So you have to maintain that relationship and it's where it shifts from being about the two of you to then just being about your child and what's what's best for his future instead of yours what's your co-parenting relationship like so we co-parent pretty well um we're both very flexible and lenient so essentially we're 50 50 um at the moment because lewis doesn't go to school we can swap up like the days to whatever suits because he has to travel for work and then my work's very rostered because i'm a pharmacist or by rusted, I mean it can change quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So week by week, we're just like, okay, we'll send a message saying you have Lewis these days this week, you have Lewis these days. And we've been doing that since we've split in like October and, or November and it's worked out well every week so far. So that's I'm so happy good with it. That's, that's fantastic. And again, like as long as he's at the center of everything that you're doing, that's all you can really do. I mean, it was only November that all of this happened. So for you to be in such a great headspace is, is such a commendation to you. Did you go to seek professional help during the process to help you heal? No, I didn't. Um, my mum did fly over for two weeks though, which definitely helped me a lot because that was like the two weeks after just everything happened and she helped me like with the moving um also with Lewis and then also cooking me food and ideal (laughs) so that was good but I didn't seek um like professional help not because I didn't want to just 
because I feel like my mum being like over and like seeing me and all, seeing all my friends as well, I felt like that was enough for me. And it wasn't more the breakup. It was more just like finding out about the cheating and just like the stress of like what's going to happen with Lewis and what's going to happen with my life, mm. which was just the overwhelming part because Dane and I had fallen out of love long before the breakup. So yeah. that wasn't the tough bit. I think it was just all of a, a bit of a cyclone for you all at once, everything yes. coming together, which is huge. So there are obviously a lot of events this time of year, um, one in particular that's that's just happened. Do you feel like you ever miss that world? Because no doubt that would spark a lot of emotion for you. I don't miss that world, but the one event I do miss is the brown though. That's always fun to get ready, get glammed up, get dressed up for and walk the red carpet. Yep. So out of that whole world, I do miss that, but yep. I still prefer my life currently over that whole world. Yeah, absolutely. When these types of situations occur, I think it be, can be really easy to place blame on yourself, not because you did anything to deserve it, but it's one of those human reactions, I suppose. Did you feel any sense of blame towards yourself when it happened? Honestly, no, I felt no blame towards myself. I feel like girls shouldn't blame themselves if the partner cheats. That's their decision. If they decide to cheat, that's on them. Um, They should be the ones feeling guilty. Like as a woman, you should just be like, okay, if you decide to cheat, then like, like get away from me. I don't want you to be part of my life if you're going to do that to me. So absolutely. I think that's a message in itself because, you know, we always tend to look at ourselves and go, well, what could I have done differently? But in those situations, nothing. There's nothing that's actually reason enough to justify what happens. Yeah, exactly. If a guy's going to do it, then why would you want to waste your time being with them? Just move on, like go live your life and they can go do their own thing. Yep. Yep. And just hurt themselves and not other people. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Don't be in a relationship if you're going to (laughs) cheat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you feel like what you went through will affect your future relationships? Um, possibly it might affect my relationships. Like maybe trust wise, I probably won't like be as trusting towards other people or I Mm. just won't be as gullible. Not that I was ever gullible, but I'll just be like, okay, if you're going away for a weekend, I'll probably expect in the back of my mind, you probably will be cheating. Mm. So I don't know. We'll see when that happens, but hopefully it doesn't. Yeah. I think with anything, it's, it's a process. Um, and making sure that you try the best that you can to not take that baggage from one relationship to another, but it's tough. It's definitely tough. So are you seeing anybody at the moment? No, I'm not currently seeing anyone at the moment. I don't really have any desire yet to go out and do the whole dating scene just yet. I have been on a few dates, but I just feel like I'm probably not ready for it yet. So I don't know. I just want to live me, like be selfish with my time, spend it with myself and with Lewis and go travel and I don't know, experience life my side for once (laughs) definitely I think that's that's a really important thing for you to do is take some time for yourself before you start getting sucked into another relationship um at what point in a new relationship do you think you would discuss what's happened to you um probably at the very beginning yeah I'll just say like look I like I don't know because I feel like because I've got a kid as well like normally Mm. If I was to date someone, the guy would be like intrigued, like, okay, who's the kid's father? Father, And then if they were to do a Google search, then I would come up. So at the beginning, I'd probably just say my whole 
scenario because if yeah. they were to Google it, they'd get the wrong story and think that I'm a complete psycho <laughs> taking a photo of someone sleeping and posting it on their Instagram. But I'd explain it from my side of the story being like, oh, like it was a dark place. Um, I got cheated on. I was angry. I posted it on social media. Um, I deleted the photo a few yeah. hours later and then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's f- so funny that you can actually Google someone now and and get their history and their social media. It's actually pretty scary. I know because so much comes up. Absolutely. Do you feel like dating someone would impact your co-parenting relationship? Um, I don't think it would because um, my ex is currently dating someone, and it hasn't like impacted our relationship at all, or like our relationship with Lewis. Um, Unless they were to impact it on a way where they wouldn't want me to see Lewis. But if that happened, I wouldn't want to be seeing the guy. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, So do you think you would introduce them to Lewis? When do you think you'd involve him in the relationship? Um, I'd probably introduce like my future partner to Lewis, maybe like six months to a year in. So I wouldn't want to be introducing Lewis to every guy I went on dates with because obviously a lot probably won't work out. Um, Also, I wouldn't want to be that parent where like their child meets every single guy like I don't think that's on and I don't think that's right because then it's just confusing to the child so when I know it's something serious and we have been dating for a long time then obviously I'd introduce Lewis when the time was right yeah definitely and I think you know it's important to remember that you're still a person outside of being a mum and it's good for you to know where that relationship's at before involving an additional party to that. Now, speaking of um, the you before a mum, I am such a huge advocate of making sure that you take time for yourself and reconnect with that person that you were before motherhood. And I like to call it the me before mummy. So what is something that you do to connect with yourself, Kalinda, pre-Lewis? Well, I love traveling. So I recently just got back from America. I was there for a week and I did hiking over like a lot of the national parks there. So that is probably like a me before mummy thing. So when I'm hiking, I absolutely love it. I'm in like my happy space. So I did a trail called um, Angel's Landing Trail. So that's a trail where like essentially there's like a 1500 foot drop either side of you and like the rock you're climbing is like a meter wide. Oh my God. It was a little bit scary. There have been a few deaths there. I think there was one the day after I did it. Oh my God. It is a bit of a scary hike, but when I do things like that, I'm in my happy place. (laughs) Yeah. And it's that thrill, right? Would you have um, done something like that if you were still with your ex? No. I wouldn't have, or I would have thought that I would have, but I would have actually never pursued it. I probably would have just sat at home and did nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How amazing to see that transformation of you. Well, thank you so much for joining us and for being so candid and open about something that um, is really personal and is still really quite fresh. You know, it's only been a year. It hasn't even been a year. Um, and you've been really honest in order to help other people. And yeah, I really appreciate it. Well, that's okay. Thank you for having me. And I hope what I've said has helped someone out there, hopefully, because if you do go through a breakup, you can get through it. And life always turns out like a lot happier afterwards if you're in a negative relationship. Definitely. Amazing advice. Thank you again. That's okay. Wow. What a story. 
It's interesting because when I originally approached Kalinda to be on the podcast, I was pretty confident that she was going to say no uh, because what I was asking of her was to delve deep into something that really only happened not so long ago and was going to be a really raw topic for her, not to mention the fact that she'd previously been asked multiple times from the media to tell her story and to tell her side of things and for a hefty sum of money, I might add. Uh, But I said to her, you know, I want to be able to talk about this stuff openly because we see it in the media, we look at the scrutiny, we look at the judgment, but we don't often see what happens behind closed doors. And for her, it was all about sharing that story to empower other women to say, hey, this type of behavior is not okay. I don't care who you are. And taking that strength back to share her side and how it impacted her. So I just can't commend her more for for doing that. Now, a few things I took away from our conversation, and I'm sure you did too, is firstly that infidelity is never warranted. Regardless of the situation, regardless of who the person is that's involved, if it happens to someone, it's important to acknowledge that there is never a time when they should have known better. Regardless of the circumstances, you never know the ins and outs of someone's relationship, so be sure to refrain from judgment, particularly if it's happened to someone you know. Allow them to be what they are, and that's a victim, not somebody who should have taken more responsibility. The other thing Kalinda touched on is blaming yourself for someone else's cheating is completely unfair. The other person in a relationship, just like you, always has a choice. Again, regardless of the circumstances. So there is no opportunity or reason to blame yourself. Their choice was theirs and their actions are a reflection of them, not you. She also highlighted a number of times that if you are unhappy in a relationship or if you're experiencing infidelity, it's okay to put yourself and your happiness first because you do deserve more. Nobody deserves to be cheated on. Everybody deserves to be in a happy, loving relationship. So if that's not what you're experiencing, you deserve to put yourself first. Remember that. If you would like to follow more of Kalinda's journey, you can find her over on Instagram at at Kalinda Sala. I'll be sure to put her details in the show notes. Now, before we wrap up, I want to give a quick shout out to at vintage underscore Lil, who tagged me in a The Me Before Mummy post. She is spending her Saturday with a book and doing some Pilates, shaping up to be quite the weekend indeed. Thank you so much for sharing. If you would like to do the same, you can head on over to Instagram, use the hashtag the me before mummy and tag myself at mummy republic in any of your stories or posts that demonstrate what it is that you do to reconnect with that person that you were pre-children or just to show how you take a little time for yourself. It's a great opportunity to share that with other mamas, and you may get a shout-out on next week's episode. But in the meantime, remember to take a breath, take some time for yourself, and know that you're doing a damn good job. Thank you again so much for joining me. I cannot wait to share more stories with you. So if you haven't done so already, make sure that you click on that subscribe button so that you don't miss a thing. Thanks again, lots of love, and I'll see you next week.